Welcome into the Michael Wall Show. I want to talk to you today about freedom and the importance of it in our country. You know, I say, Mike, you know, we hear things about that from time to time, but I think we've lost the reality of what it actually means and what it actually looks like. And so I want to talk about how freedom actually affects not only you, but your family, the generation to come. A little fireside chat right here we are, a little fireside chat. I love the look and feel. You ever just sit down by a campfire and it just feels good, it feels warm? We're going to unpack what all that means to have freedom in our lives today on The Michael Wall Show. All right, so when we think about freedom, right, I mean, it could be just something as simple as, like I said, with the fireside chat, literally sitting with your family or a spouse or a, you know, a girlfriend or a boyfriend or, or your family uh, of, of, you know, years and generations all together from grandma to pap and mom and dad or whatever you call your people, sitting down, hanging out, just having a good time, and you're just enjoying the moment and you're enjoying the, the, the fire and the noise and the warmth and all this stuff, Right. Well, we get to do that in this country. We have the freedom to be able to go and spend time and do these things. And I think what's happened sometimes in our life and our culture today is we run so fast that we actually forget to slow down and enjoy the simple things. We forget kind of what got us to where we are as a country. We hear all the noise of the media and the news, and we hear all the noise of, you know, just other people relaying the media and the news. We hear everybody with their opinions, right? They're prevalent and they're everywhere. Everybody's got an opinion about something. Unfortunately, we don't have a lot of experts on many things because they just want to be opinionated, but they want to put the effort and time in to actually take the time to get good at something. I remember what John Maxwell said is it takes a long time to become an overnight success. And that's what we've seen in America. It took a long time to become the greatest nation the world has ever seen, the most prosperous, the most generous. Do you realize that America uh, has been a country unlike any other country, that for years and years and years, anytime there was a war or a battle, we did not go in and claim property. We didn't go and take territory. We instead went in and tried to rebuild and help and nurture the cultures and the countries that are there you got to ask yourself the question, are we really in a place in our society today where we are losing freedoms? You know, we're hearing a lot of this conversation today about everything that's happening with uh, the pandemic and all of these other things happening in our world. Things that are happening with, with rights and individual rights and all of the things that we're hearing about out there. And sometimes it can be so overwhelming that we don't know what to do. So I want to talk today, a little fireside chat, and talk about not only why freedom is important, but I want to talk to you about what you can do to really help continue this idea, this vision, this dream that our forefathers had years ago. When they had a dream to put together and create a God-designed, really, system called America, called the United States of America, where all men were created equal, where everyone had the opportunity to grow and flourish. Was it perfect? No. Were there issues? Yes. Was it something where we are always having to grow to get better? Definitely. But the foundations and the principles and the fact that everyone had the opportunity to grow and achieve was the desire and the goal. And did it take some years to get there? Yes. Did it take some challenges? Yes. 
but we've gotten there in many, many ways. And now we're in a place where we look at where we are as a country, and we're saying, geez, what's happened to our freedoms? What's happened to the idea of just being able to you know, walk out on the street and have an idea? Maybe you have an idea that's different than my idea, and instead of us having a conversation that's adult-like, where we sit down and I hear your views and you hear my views and we discuss it and we continue in life and be friends, what's happened is, is we're in a place today where people aren't doing that anymore. Instead, they choose to just throw rocks at one another, whether it's on social media, whether it's in the media in general, uh, whether it's in your life day in and day out. That's what's happened. I really believe one of the things and one of the systemic roots of evil in this country that is challenging our freedoms as we speak right now is the media. I believe it is. I mean, think about how the generations have changed. Think about how families have changed. And regardless of where you stand on this issue, they have changed. There is no doubt about it. A family used to be one man and one woman having children. That was a family. Well, that definition socially has changed. It hasn't changed from God's perspective. That's one of the benefits, by the way, of understanding God's word is that is a constant. It doesn't matter what society and what culture says. It's constant. God's word doesn't change. But we've seen that change through the lens of our society today. Here's what's socially acceptable. Here's what not socially acceptable. And that seems like it changes overnight, what you can and cannot say. I really believe the idea behind a lot of these changes in things is simply the fact of, you know, when you're in a place where you have so many things coming at you, it can literally be like a deer in the headlights. It always amazes me how far America has come on the backs of hardworking men and women, even with all of the challenges that government puts on us. Think about it, all of the regulation, all of the red tape, all of the things that we have to push through and fight through. And there's people out there, believe it or not, evil people that want to take and take and take and not put in. So as we live our life today, as we are um, you know, living in this 2021 year, I think the question that you have to ask yourself is, do you really believe that we are losing some of the freedoms that we have? That's the first question you got to ask. And if you do believe that, my question is, what are you doing to stand up to maintain those freedoms? Now, I may disagree with what you think as far as how the structure of the family might be or what the definition of this is or that is. But at the end of the day, one of the things that we know is truth is very obtuse. Two plus two is four. It's not five. It's not six. It's not whatever you feel like it is. It's four. It will always be four. And society is trying to change and tell us and tell you and tell me that you can just do and be and act however you feel or whatever you think or however you identify. What this does is this literally strips bit by bit foundational truths that this country was built on. Why is that important? Can you imagine growing up as a child in a society where you felt like the future was going to be worse than the past? Can you imagine that? Can you imagine growing up in a society where you were afraid because you didn't know if saying what was important to you and really what was on your heart was going to be looked at as acceptable 
or whether or not you would get made fun of. Can you imagine being in a situation where, as a country today, we just basically go with whatever the new wave of whatever culture and Hollywood and whoever else it is tells us is right or wrong? It makes it challenging. And what happens is a child growing up in an environment like that, that is laced with fear, everywhere you turn, it's fear, 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 fear. Does fear sell? Sure. Sure does sell. But I tell you what else it does. It mentally imprisons the person that is on a regular basis in taking it. And it's almost hard to get away from. I think of the idea of acid. You know, acid destroys the vessel in which it dwells. Now, why is that important in relation to our lives? Because if you're in a place where you are constantly feeding negativity in your mind, constantly looking at all of the negatives that exist in the world today. You are literally destroying your body. You're destroying yourself internally. And as a child grows up in this generation, I got to tell you, the difference of a child saying, hey, God has created me free. He's come to give me life and life more abundantly. He has great plans for me, for I know the plans that I have for you, says the Lord. That's Jeremiah 29, 11 to prosper and grow and encourage and all of these things. If that's told, and that's what's spoken over our children today, hey, you're going to have challenges, you're going to face adversity, you're going to have issues. But if they didn't live in a world where everywhere they turned there were negativity and fear and frustration and backbiting and stone throwing, boy, what a world that we would have that would be different. And as I think back to our founding fathers and I think of all of the things that they came through. And I think of all of the effort that they put in. You realize when they left across the sea, they didn't come here because it was easy. In fact, they knew there was very possible that they could actually give up their lives for this idea of freedom. And many of them did. And now you and I get to choose to watch this video wherever you are in the comfort of your home or in your car or listen to this via podcast as you're running or walking or driving or whatever you're doing. You know, it's interesting. I was talking with Maddie. She helps produce the show, does a great job. And she was talking about how people in America, it's like a huge deal when you turn 16 and you get to drive a car and it's kind of like a big deal. Hey, they're 16. You get this new car. It's a lot of fun. In a lot of other countries, that's not the way it is. But in America, we have celebrated individual freedoms to the place that we want to empower each other. And that's been the desire and the dream is to empower each other to do even greater things that have been done before us. But today, we are living in a almost statism-like culture, which says I need to wait for permission from the government or some other regulatory body to tell me that I can do this or I can do that. And, you know, the challenges that come from that is a lack or a loss of creativity. The other thing I see is we have lost the value and the importance of teaching our children. There are too many people that are chasing after, we'll call it the American dream, newer, bigger, better, faster. And there's nothing wrong with any of that stuff. I love this thought. And that is that materialism is not how much you have. It's how much has you, what owns you. 
And hopefully through this season of this pandemic, it's caused you to wake up and say, wait a minute, I don't want my life to be this way. I want it to be different. I want to make sure that I put time and make time and invest time really in what is the most important thing in my life, and it should be your family. So let me just stop there for a minute. If you're a father, if you're a mother, how are you doing on that aspect? How are you doing on that front? Are you investing into your children by being with them, by talking through issues with them, by intentionally slowing down the pace of life so you can talk to them and talk to them about their life and their challenges and their concerns and their anxieties? Are you in a place where you care enough about them that you'll fight for their mind? How do you do that? By not allowing Disney and all of these other networks and resources to actually raise your kids because you're so focused on what you want to do that you just let technology raise your children. And then you wonder why they think the way they think. Well, it's just the way it is today. No, it isn't. The reason you got disciplined when you were younger, if you're over 35 or 40, I know I was. Listen, if I did something wrong in school, a couple things happened for Michael Wall. Here's what happened. Number one, I was disciplined in school. I got spanked. Now, I know that's kind of like a risque word today, but I got spanked. And it was done out of discipline, not out of anger. And then when I came home, guess what else happened? I got spanked again because I got spanked in school. That caused me to say, "Uh, I don't think I want to do that. And so as parents today, because we have a distorted view, the enemies come in and distorted the view of what things look like to raise a family, we back off. Then we think somehow, miraculously, our kids are just going to figure it out along the way. You're there to parent them. That's your job. As we live in our society, we need to teach them and train them that freedom matters. That is not only uh, understanding what God's design was for our life to live free. But that's where the source, when you really are free to really think, that's where the source of inspiration comes from. That's where the source of truly saying to your kids, you can do anything that you put your mind to it. Obviously, with all the gifts and abilities that God's designed and given them to, they can do anything that God's called them to when they put their mind to it. So where are we now and what do we need to do? Well, I believe that we are in a place that, quite honestly, is a very slippery slope. And I know some will say we finally progressed. We finally got into the place where now everything's great. Well, I think if we look around and we look at our world and we actually step back and turn the noise and the dial down, I think we all realize that we are not in a place that we really want to be. When we turn the news on and all we hear are lies and smears and agendas and and just divisive information that wants to pit people against people, that's not how we should live. That's not our life. You know, when we're in a place where we are literally saying, hey, it's for the good of the country that everybody does something and we want to try and mandate or make people do things without them having the ability to have freedom of choice. That's not how this country was founded. That's not the basis of where we are. And oh, by the way, if we go down that path, 
and say, oh, it's just a good, for the good of everyone else that you do this also, whether they want to or not, whatever that may be, whether it's stuff with the pandemic or other things in life, the way we teach children or whatever. The question is, where does it end? When we say that you have to do it, and if you don't, you're affecting me. What that is, is that's deflecting responsibility to someone else. It's like saying the reason I'm not successful is because I had this challenge and I had that challenge and I had this challenge. I love what Zig Ziglar says, and I learned this years ago. He said, champions are not made on feather beds. They're just not. Adversity that we face in life helps create and build in us the stamina to push through certain things. And I think one of the freedoms that we are losing is the freedom to be able to push through certain things and continue to build and grow. And we're literally robbing that from our children if we give them everything that they want and just pacify them in every way that we can. We need to teach them it's okay to confront and enter into challenging times. It's going to happen in life. Anything worthwhile takes effort. There is no easy way to get to success. And when I say success, I'm not just talking about success financially. I'm talking about success in marriage, success with children. Many of you may not know, I've been married almost 20 years, and it has not been easy sometimes. In fact, it's been very, very challenging. My wife and I went through some really challenging times uh, just recently. But you know what we didn't do? We didn't quit. We didn't give up. We worked through it. We put our pride aside. And we said, we're going to work on this because it matters. In November 3rd of this year of 2021, consequently, we will celebrate our 20th anniversary. That's a long time in our generation today. And I got to tell you, that doesn't happen just because, well, I married the right person. That happens because we were committed. It reminds me of a story. Uh, there was a gentleman one time and uh, he had a he had a ring finger on his in his pinky finger on his right hand. And um, a gentleman came up to him. He said, sir, he's like, that looks like a, a, a ring finger on your pinky. He's like, you know, it doesn't go on that finger. He's like, it's actually on the wrong finger. He's like. He's like, I know it's on the wrong finger. And the reason it's on the wrong finger is I married the wrong woman. <laughs> you know, at the end of the day, we can all cast blame to other people. But we have to internalize our own self, our own life, our own thoughts, our own mind. And we have to say, what value are we bringing to the table? So when we talk about freedom, why does it matter? It matters because it gives people the, the freedom and the encouragement and the feeling that they can literally do anything that they want to do in their life. You know, we've, we've seen stories of how um, people in prison or being enchained or abused affects their mind, their lack of creativity. We've seen over the years, even though we've heard from the media for years and years now, that America is a bad place, that we're in a place where we've got a lot of things that we got bad and wrong. And that is true. We do have some things we need to improve, but there's a lot of things we've gotten right. We've been one of the most generous countries on the globe. Think about that. Here we are the year 2021, which you may not know. 2021 is given that number. Why? Because it's 2021 years after the death of Jesus Christ. 
So here we are 2021 years later and only a couple short years in, a couple hundred years in, and we have the most prosperous country ever. All this technology, all this creation, all these ideas. And it's interesting that because of that, people from every other country of the world wants to come here. Why? Because of the idea of freedom. And I think if you're an American, we have been the frog in the pot for too long. We've just gotten comfortable. People from other countries see it. They say, listen, we want to come there because we believe anything is possible. We believe that if you start a business, you can go and you can grow. Yes, there's issues. Yes, there's challenges. Yes, there's regulations. Yes, there's red tape. Yes, there's all these things. But there's still enough room that anybody with an idea and the work ethic and the commitment can push through and live their dreams. Only here in America can we still have that. And I think it's so important that we fight for that. So what does that look like? Well, here's what it looks like. It looks like if you're a parent, it looks like taking the time and taking the effort to be involved in your children's lives. One of the best ways to continue a wonderful idea is to plant the seed and nourish and allow opportunity for growth of that seed in your children's mind. What you teach them matters. What you don't teach them matters. Being absent is not teaching them. I remember uh, the band Rush years ago. There was a little, there was a song that they had, and one of the um, kind of lyrics in the song is uh, it says, uh, "If you choose not to decide, you still have made a choice, but I will choose free will." He was talking about the relationship with Christ. You can choose to believe in Christ. You can choose not to believe in Christ. It's your choice. But either way, he acknowledges, either way, you're making a choice, even if you choose not to. When you choose not to raise your kids, when you choose not to be an example in your family, and I'm not talking about anything that's always easy. This is tough. It takes daily work, and it's, it's work for me because we can all get engaged and involved in, our, in technology and our phones and media and stuff. It's consuming. It's really like a drug, our modern-day drug in a lot of ways. But if you don't take and make the effort to put disciplines in your life because we are in a different era and you're saying, I don't want my kids to live that way in the future, then it's not going to change. I can assure you the government's not going to bring you the level of freedom that we've seen in the past. I can assure you legislatures and, and, and all of these other folks politically, they're not going to be the saviors for what we're facing now. What will save what we're doing is you and I taking the time, being intentional, and building into one life at a time and helping them understand the importance of maintaining freedom in this country. It reminds me of Braveheart. Remember, he's running in freedom. He's going after and he's doing his thing and he's super pumped and he's excited. But he was passionate about the mission. Are you passionate about the mission of maintaining freedom in this country? Or are you just passionate enough to listen to some stuff and encourage you, but then go right back to whatever your favorite Netflix show is? And making sure you can get your double latte with extra cream and sugar tomorrow. Making sure your Wi-Fi is at 
full bars instead of just half bars. Making sure that your stomach is full and your car is new and your couch and bed are more comfortable than they were the day before. If that's the only thing you care about, those luxuries that you enjoy because of freedom very possibly could go away. When will it be? I don't know. How long will it take? I don't know. But I believe this is a message that we must carry, that we say we no longer will allow those that are in the media world to tell us how to live our life. We're not going to do it. I'm not going to wait for the government to instruct me on whether or not I should take a step or not. I'm not going to wait for the school board, a group of people, to tell us how to live our life and how to raise our children. For me personally, as it says in Joshua, it says, for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. I'll tell you right now, that's unpopular today, but I don't care. What I care about is God's blessing and favor. And I'll tell you what, if you look at this experiment called America and you ask why, if you ever stop to just say why, why was it the most prosperous? Why was it the fastest growing? Why were there all of these inventions and ideas? Why? I believe, because this is the only governmental system and structure that if you go back to the early days, it was founded on the truths of God's word. All you have to do is go to Washington, D.C. and take a look at the monuments. You know what you'll see? Bible verses almost everywhere. Now, does that mean that these men and women at those times were perfect people? No. But their desire was to fulfill a perfect dream. And that should be our desire, to carry that torch and say, okay, yes, there's some things that we've gotten wrong, but you know what? We're going to continue down the path of loving our neighbor, not throwing stones at our neighbor. We all need to get there. We all need to get better at that. And then and only then, as we grow as a people, Will this idea of freedom continue to grow? And we can literally be the beacon, the light on the hill for the rest of the world to say, this is how it is done. But I believe that if we don't step up now, if we wait for the next president, if we wait for the next you know, Congress or Senate to change and fix things, And then just get mad and frustrated and say, I can't believe he said that. I can't believe these political people. I can't believe. And yet we go and we just watch our Netflix merrily along our life and not really make the effort to encourage and give back and improve. We're part of the problem just as much as the media is. Remember this, just like with the fire behind me, it only takes a spark to get the fire going. My challenge and question is, will you be the spark? Will you encourage others to join you in making an even bigger spark? To fan the flame of the importance of freedom in this country. To stand up and say, we will no longer submit to this ideology that tells us as parents, we don't know what's best for our children that tells you that the government knows better for you than you know for you. we got to stand up. we got to be firm in our, our res, a resolute process to say this is what we will do, and we will stand firm on it. So I want to challenge you to look for ways that you can not only be more involved in your family, but also look for ways of where you can get involved.
You might say, Mike, I don't have any kids right now. Well, maybe you need to get involved with the school board because you have free time. Maybe you need to run for office. Maybe you need to run for mayor of your town. Maybe you need to run for some other type of political position. Maybe you need to say, you know what, I'm going to start and come alongside and I'm going to look for parents that are struggling. Maybe you got some extra bucks in the bank that you can come alongside and you might say, you might be from the old school and say, wow, I'm not going to just give them all my money because I got to, no, no, I'm not saying give them all your money. I'm saying come alongside, be an encourager, bless them. Give yourself the opportunity to gain influence in your life so then you can speak truths to them. But do something. We cannot just sit on the sidelines because this is not going away. We must get involved. Well, listen, that was a little bit of a longer rant, so thanks for dialing in and tuning in. But I just I think it's so important. I would love your feedback. I'd love your thoughts. Send us an e- email to connect at michaeldwall.com. Again, connect at michaeldwall.com. You can always follow me on Instagram at realmichaeldwall, at realmichaeldwall. Love to hear your feedback on this. And listen, let's all really think about this. Let's press pause on the noise to think about how we can improve and grow and not just be like, you know what? Yeah, that's true. It's right. I believe that too. And then just go on and live our life because then nothing's changed and nothing will change. Take a minute and share this show with the group of friends you're interacting with so you can have people in your life to say, let's hold each other accountable to really be proactive in our culture to change this world. And as always, my desire is to really help you live on purpose so you can live with purpose and fulfill all that you've been here and called here on this earth during your life to live. Be blessed. Talk to you next show.